Thanks for joining us for No Cap, the internet's most charming podcast. I'm Jason Priestess. He's the legendary Tyvis Powell. The one and only. Tyvis married today. Big Congratulations. Day. Yeah, it was a big, big day. Beautiful little courtyard uh, ceremony. Yeah. Family only. Do you feel different at all, or has anything changed? No, nah, see, that's the, that's the good thing. You know, I've been feeling like I've been married for five years now. So In, in a good way, in a good way, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful thing. We're recording live here at Buffalo Wild Wings on Lane and High tonight. Uh, night before Halloween, I feel like we're slowing you down from a better night because I mean, you guys have like a nice dinner ahead of you. Not to say the food's not great here because we eat well here. Oh but yeah, you got steaks lined up. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, it should be a should be a romantic evening. I, I love shall say. to hear it. Those are the words that people use. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings is the official sports bar of Eleven Warriors. We're eating well tonight. I had uh, boneless. I went boneless. So I kind of kind of stepped down a level. Boneless, That's, it's sad. Nashville hot. You, you like, every week, you either going to do it or you ain't. Like, you just can't be consistent. I can't put it the together. The only thing you could be consistent with is the sauce that you pick. But then yeah. you decided to switch that up tonight. See, maybe you're, I'm building it, up to it. They were, they were a little spicy. They weren't Reaper you still, spicy. You still owe us a Reaper. I don't, I don't know. Just one. We're ever going to get that. I'm going to be honest That's with you. That's really sad. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get that Reaper. The bet was two, and you didn't hold up your bet. So, like. Like you, how do you sleep at night knowing that you didn't do what everybody else did? But great. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that one reaper I didn't eat. You think I sit there in bed saying, oh, man, I let time is down. I need that hot you chicken did. wing. No, nah, man, you hurt my heart. Man. You can't be trusted. You can't be trusted now. Oh, man, <laughs> taking it to that level, huh? Hey, you can find No Cap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. We do appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I've had a lot of great support. I think this is show nine, something like that. I think it is. Off to a really good start, yeah, man. I feel like we're getting better every week. And it's flying by, I tell you that. I don't want to jinx it, but great reviews. So Yes, uh-huh. please keep the great reviews. Yeah. And please keep critiquing us. You know, I yeah. really do appreciate what y'all have to say. Yeah, I love the feedback. We uh, want to get better at it. But let's talk uh, Ohio State 52, Nebraska 17. Isn't it, isn't it great that we can finally yes. talk about it after the – very long-awaited anticipation of the season. Yes, it is. Um, were you happy to see it again? Yeah, yeah. Feel weird, it, you know though? what? Waking up Saturday knowing that it was the game was just—it's definitely way better than what it's been. You know, you'd be kind of dragging because you know that your school ain't coming on, but. To know that they was coming on, it was a big day. Like, I was up and I was alert. I was in front of the TV like three hours before kickoff. I was ready. Pacing a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was, it was like I was on game day. Speaking of game day, have you, know, have you looked in here? Does this location have your, your wrist? I it? didn't even check. We got, I'm going to have to check that before we leave. Yeah. I'd hate, my, I'd hate the, to end the streak. The man. famous picture. Yeah, the, the photo of Urban holding the trophy and your, your wrist is kind of like, hey, it's no, my just, wrist. It ain't even about Urban holding the trophy. The most important part is my hand. Yes. That's, uh, that's what makes the whole picture. Yeah, it, like, yeah, the trophy just happened to be there. <laughs> yeah, it was the know. wrist, the hand, and all that. <laughs> so what did you like? I mean, 52-17 to is a nice win against a Big Ten team. It was. I mean, there were things that weren't perfect, but I remember you saying last I, week, I told ignore you. the first quarter. I, you were dead on about I, that. I, I might have. We should have ignored the first half. Yeah, the, the whole first, thing? The first half. Because what happened was Nebraska came out, and they was on fire. They hit us right in the mouth. Boom. Took it right down, scored, quarterback scrambled. It was just – it was it was wild. I mean, it was kind of like a, a hot knife through butter the way they went down. But I, like I said, I didn't panic because I'm like, you know, this is the first time they're going against the team. You know, we came back. Justin Fields looked amazing. Yeah. I, he makes me want to become a vegan. Does he? Does he not? Do you not ball out? I, I think I might become a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, me too, if, man. If I'm not going to lie. Before, I, man, only threw one incompletion, and I think they dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah. Lave got kind of sandwiched in the end zone. Yeah. 20 of 21 for 276 yards. 13.1 yards per attempt. That's insane. Yeah, he, That's a good completion number. That's an attempt number. Yeah, he's definitely making this strong push for the Heisman. I mean, I know it's only one week, the first week or the first game for them, but if he keeps this up, I mean, him and Trevor Lawrence, boy. Yeah, (laughs) we're going to get the game we want to see. 15 for 75 on the ground, had the one touchdown. He put it, he hit it. Not quite Braxton esque. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Braxton. It was nice, though. Yeah, it was nice. Braxton was like, more, he moved more looser. Oh, know? yeah. Braxton's just a kind of he, he more a little stiffer than, than Braxton. <laughs> little, just a little bit, but he can still get it done, you yeah. know? Yeah. Wide receivers, what do you think? You finally with me? You hear why I've been talking about the wide receivers for like L- a month? Listen. They got some dudes. Listen. 
Garrett Wilson, he 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 that deep. He yeah, nice. he nice. Yeah, he definitely. I can see why. I think we had the bold prediction that he would get the most receptions or something. I think I said that, and you guys were like, "No, no." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might be he's on switching. Board. Yeah, but but it's because of the spot that he's at. Like he's he's in a playmaking spot. spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, it's, a, it's a quicker it's, throw. Yeah, he gonna get a lot of action. And in a live way, I mean, he tough. smooth. Yeah, he still looked like he did last year. And yep. then the one guy, woo, the freshman with that catch. The Jigba? The, whoa, my goodness. Did you see that foot drive? Hey, Michael hey, Thomas right there. Listen, the, the amount of focus he put in to catch that ball, because he, he should have been out. It should have yeah. been no way. But the, he was concentrating, and he got that one foot in, and it was beautiful. I mean, I, I don't know if he was number one on Sports Center, but he should have been on top ten <laughs> for sure. That's that's what I loved about that is you had the two guys, the two big guys, Alave and, and uh, Garrett Wilson, both top 100. Yeah. And then you had the freshman showing, uh, I'm here. I'm going to show you a little something. Yeah. I got more of this. And, I mean, just the, 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 just the control there. Yeah, the future's bright for him. If he yeah. keeps that up, the future's bright. Well, the thing about that freshman class is you got Najigba, the guy that had the toe drag. Yeah. Uh, Julian Fleming, who was actually ranked higher than him in the recruiting rankings. Yeah. You got G. Scott, who's a man out there too, yeah, a monster I, dude. I, I mean, can't wait to, I know he's gonna and, have and a good Mookie game. Cooper. <laughs> I mean, you got some guys that are gonna be great, and uh, the recruiting at Ohio State for wide receiver is just insane right now. Yeah, it is. I know you take a lot of pride in your in your your defensive craft. I do, and <laughs> I'm glad you're not there. You don't have to cover these guys in practice. I, I don't. I mean, I'm glad your ego doesn't have to take I'll those. I tell you hits. what, I would have loved to have. <laughs> Went against them because you know it would have been you know good on good you know they would have did nothing but made us better and yeah. we would have vice versa we'd have got them better so it's definitely good competition and the good thing about our DBs is that you know you do get to face them all the time so it's gonna breed them to be successful when the game time comes right and Ohio State's got a you know younger secondary outside of right. Sean Wade so right. some of these some of these guys are gonna you know take some swagger to games because you're going to those games with the mindset of. Who's you know who's Penn State have? I play against wide receivers in practice better right. than anybody on this team. And that's kind of what that was kind of the mindset that we had when I was in college. Like you know we went, we got Mike Thomas, yeah. we had Devin Smith, yep. we had all these good name receivers, and it was kind of like I go against the toughest person. I'm gonna play in practice right. every day, so I'm not really worried about y'all. Yeah, yeah, it's such a luxury to have that here right. at Ohio State. Yeah, uh, good balance, two twenty two on the ground, two seventy six passing. I mean. Last year, almost 50-50. It was really nice. I know offensive guys love to try to be 50-50 they can. Mm -hmm. Love seeing this, man. Haskell Garrett gets a sack 55 yeah. days after getting shot in the jaw. Yeah, that <laughs> amazing. That is definitely amazing. And that's that's God right there. Yeah. Because that was unfortunate for him. And I was really Unreal. worried. I was worried about his future. But he bounced right back. I mean, and, basically, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's going out there and he's playing with passion, and I like to see that. That's that's a beautiful story. And and Ohio State's gonna have to lean on some of these interior defensive linemen too, right? You, the Garrett, like the I tell you, the, I think the interior line is really is kind of like the spot that is really the anchor of the defense. I mean, they don't get a lot of credit. They don't no. get they people don't really notice them. They're not the big name people unless you like Aaron Donald. Then that's yeah. just yeah, you well, know that's different. Yeah. But, yeah, they are the ones that are in charge of the run. Mm -hmm. They're the reason that the quarterbacks get sacked because if they push the pocket in the middle, the quarterback got to escape, and it falls right into the DN's hands. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a very important role, but you don't get a lot of credit from the outside world, but you are very important on defense. Mike Bennett was that guy for oh, you yeah, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, Mike, yeah Mike, was, Mike was nice with them hands. You got to have them quick hands. Like, you got to do the jiu-jitsu yeah, knives. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Get your hands. Dude, you're not yeah. blocking me. You're not blocking me. <laughs> Don't touch me. Get your hands off me. Don't I touch love it. me. Young <laughs> secondary, I thought, played pretty well. Yeah, uh, held Nebraska at 160 passing. Yeah, that's pretty And that's a game they, that's pretty good they in trailed for age. most of the game. So yeah. Nebraska was throwing, you know, when they had to. They did complete 16 to 20, which is not great. You that's don't, not. You don't, you don't want to see 80% if yeah. you can avoid, uh, avoid that. Uh, but seven banks, man. Young dude had a 55-yard scoop and score on a fumble return. Yes. How fun was that? I mean, years ago, he was the guy that – that blowout win in Ohio Stadium against Michigan. He had the punt block return mm -hmm. that shocked a lot of people too. You know, uh, for, it, you know, doing it while he was young. Yeah, like I said, he's the guy that I'm watching this season the most. Um, it's good to see him get in the end zone early. You know, that's by far the best thing if you can be, if you can find that end zone as a defensive back, whether it is a scoop and score or whether it's just an interception. You know, that's always a good thing. So I think he's going to have a great season. I'm still. 
um, looking to see what he does moving forward because I still think he's going to be tested more often because, of course, Sean Wade is on the opposite side. So he's going to have to have a big season this year. I love seeing guys that have a nose for getting the ball and scoring. Absolutely. You know they're hungry. They're going to make things happen. Absolutely. I got to ask you, though, number 23, Marcus Hooker, did he do number 23 proud? Oh, uh, yeah, he, I was he, proud he, of him. Were you good? I, I, you know, when he hit that tight end and, and it initially looked like a fumble, I said, that's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> do you <laughs> cheer a little harder for 23 than because of the number? Because you knew his brother, obviously. I, yeah, 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 that's why as well. But, yeah, the number two, you always want to see your jersey number, who's ever wearing it, doing well. So Right. Yeah, so you always got to cheer for 23 no matter who's wearing it. What, anything else jump out to you? Because, I mean, I'm interested to hear what you have to say because I'm just a fan. I just watch a lot of football. You were in the mix. You won a national title with Ohio State. Did, did anything that I just – did I forget anything or anything you saw? You are like, man, why are they doing this? What's this? Not, <laughs> no, I wasn't more like a why are they doing this. Um, it's just at first, like that first initial couple of series on defense, it just kind of looked kind of like they were shot by – how right. good Nebraska was on offense. And that kind of threw me off because I was like, they kind of, I guess they kind of took them lightly because yeah. it was Nebraska. But, you know, they're in the Big Ten, they're on scholarship, so you got to respect everybody. And that's the thing that didn't sit well with me. But I guess, you know, once they got into halftime and they got them checks and them adjustments, they shut down pretty much everything. I mean, obviously, they got still got the passes, and I would like that to get stopped more. But, you know, it's hard when you got, when you down and all they're going to do is throw the ball and it turns into a big seven-on-seven. Seven. But if they clean that up moving forward, they will be pretty dominant. I mean, you're right. It's a Big Ten team. They give scholarships, too. Mm-hmm. They're not, I mean, you're not playing Bowling Green. I mean, this is, right. this is Nebraska. I mean, they had a, a really good offensive line. There, I think there's a little bit of cause for concern from some things we saw. Run game. You know, Sermon and Teague just combined for, what, 23 carries for 96 yards? Yeah. That's 4.2 per rush. That's not great. Not man. great. But, I mean, the quarterback was having such a phenomenal day. He was. So he was. But you can't – it's kind of like – you know what? It's kind of – this is this is like – it might be wild to people, but it's kind of like how Seattle – how the Seattle Seahawks are doing Russell Wilson. You got to let Russell just get the ball and let him go to work. Just get out the way. Let Things him do his thing. And that's what they kind of did. They like, you know what? Justin's hot right now. Let's just give him, put the ball in his hand. Let's see what he does. And he, he did us proud. We are, it feels like we are splitting hairs, complaining about things and a blowout, <laughs> you know, like against a big. And, and you're right. I mean, you got a Justin Fields. He's going to be able to correct and, and overcome a lot of the other deficiencies you see. But, like, I think that, you know, people are going to say Sermon and Teague were four carries for eight yards on third down. Yeah. And that's not great. It's two per carry. Uh, Sermon was stuffed twice on third and one. Yeah. This is with a good Ohio State line. Yeah. And just for some context, last year against Nebraska, J.K. Dobbins had almost seven yards of carry. I think I don't think it becomes a concern until, you know, we see what happens in this week and next week. Right. They say, like, the biggest change happens from week one to week two. Right. So, see what you got. So, yeah. So, we need – we like I said, we had the whole pandemic going on. You know, they didn't get to go against other teams, so they got that shock, that mm-hmm. initial shock. So, they – obviously, Nebraska had a good game plan for yeah. our run game. Yeah. But, like I said, when we come out this week, if Penn State stops us and we get – if they got them saying, then we might – Yeah. We got a problem. I'm with you there. I told, yeah. I told people the same thing. I'm like, I need one more than one yeah, game that, to start that, worrying. Their, their first game, you can't really yeah. count a lot of stuff in the first game because, like I said, it was the first week anybody in the Big Ten got to play. So it was a lot of sloppy stuff that might happen that needs to be cleaned up. And it'll, it'll eventually get cleaned up moving forward, you know, with more reps. Right. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Master T got a really good year last year, almost 900 yards as J.K.'s yes. backup. Right. Uh, some of the guys, 11 Warriors, I'm not sure I share this. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think he's as good as J.K. I'm going to freely admit that. Okay. Right now, at least. Yeah, right. But, okay. but some it's- of the guys, 11 Warriors, are worried, and I'm not – I don't know if I'm worried as much as they are, but I can kind of see they're worried that he doesn't have any shake. He's more of like, hit the hole, straight line. He's going he's gonna to run over you and run pi- you by what, you. You know what I would say to that? Yeah. I don't think Derrick Henry has a lot of shake to him either, but I think he's <laughs> yeah. leading the league. That's right a really good answer. Rush, so That's a really I, listen, it's, it's a lot of ways to skin a cat. You know, it, as long as he's getting it done and he's scoring and getting us the first downs and running the ball hard, I think more people fear those downhill runners more than a shaker because, see, them downhill runners, where's the defense out? They get to a point where you get to the secondary, they get tired of tackling yeah, that, those man. Those arms yeah, start getting. Yeah, you get tired of it. Go ahead, bro. Just go ahead. Just, <laughs> just, just, just go 
ahead. Do what you're going to do. I'm tired of this. Right. So I think his, his style is going to wear defenses down more. So you're at peace? You're not worried yeah, yet? Yeah, I'm not worried right now. All right. Take it from the man. Uh, what about the mobile quarterback run? Because, uh, you know, there's still fresh trauma in our head from Trevor Lawrence busting up. <laughs> like, where'd that come from That in, in, in the CFP? Like, no one – I mean – I don't know that we wanted to say that Trevor was not a mobile, but I don't know that any Ohio State fan had him pegged for that, that run he ripped off in the true college football playoffs. I think, I think mobile quarterbacks are kind of a problem for any team. Yes. I mean, because it's, right. it's not something that you prepare – well, unless you know that they're, like, that good. I didn't know that Martinez was, like, that mm. good of a scrambler or whatnot. No. So, if you got to know going in that, that the quarterback that you're facing is mobile, you got to have a plan for it. Right. Like you got to – Obviously, well, you have you a design. Like, you got obviously you designate somebody to spy them, mm-hmm. or you the the way it's really about how your your pass rushers rush. You can't you have, they have to rush in a way where they don't open up seams and allow the quarterback to escape. That's wild, right? So the DNs can't get too far upfield yeah. because that'll open it up and right. he can escape out. Right, because then you got your right. Your, your so it's all about it's all about all four D linemen working together to keep him in the pocket. You got to take mobile quarterbacks and make them become quarterbacks. Yeah, and you, you got to tell your DL the right. ends. Right, you, you may not get a sack, but the, we have something more important for you. Right. right now. So you got to look at the big picture. You got to make mobile quarterbacks play quarterbacks, stand in the <clears> pocket and deliver. Most of them can't do it because they. I mean, they're great because they make plays with their legs and they extend plays. Mm-hmm. But if your coverage is doing well and the quarterback got to sit there and throw the ball on time, it's more than likely they don't make the pass all the time. Or if your DBs is that good, then they'll jump the pass and yeah. that's when the big plays happen like that. The numbers work out for you. Because Adrian Martinez, I think, went to 12 for 77 at 6.4 a pop. He had a touchdown. Yeah. Luke McCaffrey. Uh, had nine for 87. I didn't, know that. I didn't know that was Christian McCaffrey's brother. How many? Ed McCaffrey, <laughs> man. See, I'm older than you. Ed McCaffrey's this old, crusty, white, wide receiver for the, for the Denver Broncos. Oh, they play for the Broncos. Yeah. And, and not in a million years. If you took me back in a time machine and said, listen, his sons are going to blow the world up someday, and I would how never many, believe it. How many sons does he have? I hope he doesn't have any more. He had, a kid, he had a kid at Michigan, too, that transferred out, right? Was his name He had at Max. least three sons. Did he have yeah. a son named Max? You get Christian, you had a kid at Michigan that just transferred out, was a quarterback there, then you got Luke at Nebraska. So there's at least three. I don't he, know, man. He got some good genes. He does. <laughs> what, what, his, what, was his wife like the Olympic high jump champion or something? I mean, because yeah. was she? I don't know. Something's going on there. She wasn't no like. I got something in she the world. Wasn't, she wasn't four two and in, in a third, third, <laughs> third grade teacher. I mean, like no offense to teachers in the world, but like he's breeding them right. I tell you that they they doing something right. The, the power breed. I Gee, love it. I hope, I hope me and Laurencia could get that done. Something that's jumping out to me through the first week of Ohio State and first several weeks of the season is. You can build a great team, not great talent. If you have a bunch of guys that are smart and they work hard, they don't have to all be five and four stars. You can get a bunch of four and three stars that just want to bust their butt and buy into what you're, you're doing as a coach. That sounds and like you the, can build a great team. That sounds like the Wisconsin. Yeah, and you see it in the, you, honestly, you see it in college basketball all the mm-hmm. time. Yes. You get to the tournament, and there'll be a Kentucky, which is loaded. And not say they'll lose, but yeah, what's that? It's the team that went to the Final Four like two, three years ago, messed up everybody's bracket. Mm. What was their name? From Chicago, it was a Chicago Loyola, team. right? Loyola got deep. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's it. Rest yeah. of everybody's but, so what you I mean? You see a lot in college basketball because you have a couple senior guards. Yeah. that have been there forever. You know, have 120 games under their belt in college. Mm-hmm. They can play. I yeah. mean, it, it's not as good as having the five stars, but they can equally equalize that some of it. So I'm coming around thinking that, you know, this year with with COVID kind of disrupting spring ball, fall camp, uh, it's just been crazy up and down all year. I think more than ever this year, the supremely talented teams have an edge. The Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, those teams. Because you don't have as much time to kind of build and mold and coach a team of a bunch of the Wisconsin project or model right. that you just mentioned. Yeah. You don't quite have that time right now. Right. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, good for Buckeye I, fans. I could see that. The, the young kids, the young guys that's coming in, you know, if they, they're going off of their raw talent. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it's also up to the the people that's been there and the leaders of the team to basically mold that player and make them great, you know? Because a lot of people, leadership to me is about, you're, you always have a great leader on your team if that guy can get you to play beyond what you think you're capable of. Yeah, and that's I, a good point. And I think if you got that on your team, you can make a lot of 
young guys play better than they think. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a lot what Ohio State got with the receivers, obviously. Right. And um, I, I hope that it helps <laughs> spreads around the rest of the team. <laughs> I want to bring something else up, too. A couple weeks ago on the show, we, we were arguing a little bit. Not arguing, having a polite conversation <laughs> about <laughs> – give me a problem. <laughs> about uh, – I'm not sold that defense – the old adage, defense wins championship applies oh my to, co- God. to college football anymore. Yeah, it does. I brought some backup this time. This, this I, I got the, Nick Saban here. <laughs> who, who cares what Nick Saban says? Here, this yeah, is an he, Ohio State he, thing. Nick Saban doesn't know anything <laughs> about football. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I actually am talking to a guy that's 1-0 against Nick Saban, so I'm probably talking yeah, to the, the right. wrong guy, Let's right? Hear. Nick Saban never beat you, yeah, right? That's right. Let's hear. Hit, hit, hit me with that. What did he say? He said, here's what he had to say, quote, uh, it used to be that good defense beat good offense. Good defense doesn't beat good offense anymore in college football. And then he went on to say, quote, I'm telling you, it ain't that way anymore. Like I, like I will continue to express to you. How can you beat a team? How can a team lose if a team don't can't if the other team don't score? I, you, please, here's where I think, please, here's where I think Saban's at. Here's where I think Saban's at. Offenses and quarterbacks and passing games are so advanced now that everyone's scoring. It's just part of football. Hmm. And you, your great defense might hold that team to 20, 24 instead of fifty, but everyone's scoring now. And if you have a really elite offense, it's hard because. Coaches on the offensive side are so good at working the numbers game. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about mobile quarterbacks and what the math well, troubles that causes defenses. Well, what it sounds like you're saying is that the defenses need – the defensive coaching should step up. It will. It that, will. That's what, yeah, it will. basically what you're saying. It will. Everybody's I think it's, right now offense has a little edge in college. But we've seen through the decades, though, it's like a little offense will make a jump. Defense will make a jump. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's happened through the years, and we'll see. I mean, defense will catch up. They'll still figure I, it out. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I ain't feeling you As right a defensive now. guy, you can't it. buy it? No. All right, all right. What about this, man? The, the story of the game wasn't Ohio State winning 52-17. to 17. It was a comment that Ryan Day made in the postgame uh, where Ohio State scored a late touchdown. Backup quarterback Jack Miller is a freshman. Ran it in with 18 seconds left. To of, make course, it of course he did. Late seven, made it 52 instead Freshman of 45. Quarter, you the guy he no. <laughs> He's like, they're not going to let me pass. I'm still trying to score. <laughs> so Ryan Day gets in the post game, and here's what he had to say. Um, I, I will say this. You know, I just want to say it publicly, and I'm going to text Scott. You know, at the end of the game there, uh, if I could do that again, I would have taken a knee. You know, I, I feel bad about that at the end of the game. You know, I had a younger quarterback in the game, and, um, you know, I didn't feel like we had the personnel. And. Uh, to take the knee, and, and, and I probably should have done that. So I just want to publicly, you know, apologize for that to Scott. But is, <laughs> is a knee a hard play now to run? <laughs> is that? I mean, help me out. Do you are you worried if no, you have a quarterback? I just don't think people really take knees. I mean, I think it was at a point where it was like, y'all know we up big, you know, let's just we just gonna run the clock out. And Jack Miller seen the opportunity, and he said, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you put the ball in my no, hands. Yes. Yeah. Good it was luck. Kind, it's kind of like. It takes me back to my, my interception at the end of the Sugar Bowl. They're yeah, not, they're yeah. not the right. Just <laughs> right. take the knee, Tyvis. No, take don't take knee. the knee. Run well, that back. And then you think to yourself, well, how many opportunities do no. you get right. to score? Yes. So, you know, I, I'm not mad at Jack. I wouldn't. No. You, no, you, prob- you obviously watched my tape yeah, at he the was. end of the Sugar Bowl. He did mention and that. And went ahead and did what I did. I, I it I feel good. You. Didn't it feel good to hit that touchdown? <laughs> I'm with you 100%, man. That game was won whether you run the ball, the end zone, or not on the interception. But if you take that 100 yards, Listen, legendary status forever. This is what I have to say. More, more legendary. This is, what, this is how I say. They would do it to you. Yes. If Nebraska was yes. up, they'd do it to you. Yeah. And, and to his credit, Scott Frost, Nebraska's co- coach, uh, he, he said basically the same. Here's what he had to say. Quote, if we want the score to be different, we need to play better. Yeah, that's, that's a stand-up quote. That's, it's the God honest truth, though. <laughs> it's, it's real. You know, it's, he's a good sport about it, obviously. Like, he probably looking at it like that touchdown don't mean nothing to me. We, we yeah. should have been worried about touchdowns right. 52 points ago. Right. And, and honestly, what's the difference between 45-17 and 52-17? to 17? Seven points, obviously. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's it. Like, they both are awful results if you're the coach of the losing team, right? Yeah. yeah they mean, just got to get better, you know? They'll, they showed a lot of good glimpses that game. 
I mean, obviously, everybody knows the history of Ohio State is we're a second-half team. I right. Mean, we, I, I would love for us to be all four quarters and eventually. And sometimes we are. But that second half is always stronger than our first half. I don't know why. It's just what it is. Well, well, yeah, I was going to say why, because I've noticed that through the years, too. Like, you could always count on Ohio State's offensive defense to make really good adjustments. Got it's a credit to the coaching. It's a credit to – I really it's really a credit to uh, off-season workouts. Coach Big always is those finishers at the end. Right. Making you do them extra sets at the end. That right there strengthens your body and your mind to always go be stronger while other teams are wearing down. We're getting stronger. So you think it's you're putting in more work. Is that why Ohio State, Ohio State has the edge and all and yep. adjustments? And obviously good coaching, seeing some things upstairs and saying, hey, they're doing this. Let's try this. Yeah, I definitely believe that 100%. And like I said, we are, Ohio State is definitely one of the best at making checks and adjustments. They are. I remember while I was a player. Uh, <laughs> Coach Fick and Coach Ash would say, <laughs> uh, what we need y'all to do is just hold on the first half. <laughs> just hold on. Because we need to see what it is they're doing. Because we're going to adjust. Now, he would say it's about good teams. Oh, yeah. He yeah. wouldn't say yeah, it's no, about no, 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 ruggers, no, no, right? No, 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 no. This is the good team. <laughs> I need y'all to hold on. Yeah, this, I need y'all to hold like on. Bama. Just, Bama. Don't, just yeah. hold on so we can figure out what it is they're doing. And yeah. we're going to make checks and adjustments. And we promise y'all, y'all going to shut them out in the second half. And we always did. Yeah. What was the locker room like at halftime at the Alabama game? Uh, it was very high tempo. I mean, we Because you just scored right before the half. Yeah, Mike, it Mike was, Thomas, Evan Spencer, and Mike Thomas, right? It was to the point, I, I told you, we came in, everybody was juicing. We was like, man, they really not like what we think they are. And we're like, the only reason we lose is because we didn't score in the red zone. But the offense is definitely scoring. I mean, they definitely driving down the field. And then Coach Meyer comes in and was like, y'all killing them statistically wise. Just find a way to punch the ball in the end zone. And second half, obviously, they did a great job of doing that. Yeah. Those checks and adjustments that I'll be talking about. It came in big there. We're going to change gears a little bit. Talk about recruiting. Some big, big recruiting news this week for Ohio State. It is. Sunday night, a bunch of the class of 2022 commits were having fun on social media and Twitter saying, you know, something big is coming, something big's happening, this is amazing, this is going to be fun, blah, blah, blah. And you never know. It could be just kids having fun, or maybe they got some up their sleeves. Lo and behold, two nights later, Wednesday night, five-star quarterback Quinn Ewers, uh, number one overall prospect in the 2022 class, decommitted from Texas Wednesday night. And that's kind of what everyone was saying was out there. And, and Ryan Day... You know, he, this kid committed. He's a Texas product from South Lake, Texas, 6'3", 205. Committed to Texas in August and said, man, it's always been my dream to play for Texas. And a couple months later, he's like, oh, well, I got I to gotta make a big man's decision here. I don't know if I want to go to Texas because, hey, they're 3-2. and two, and They're not that good, and their coach might get fired. Yeah. So really big news there. And, yeah. and Day continued to recruit him the whole time that he was committed. You know, and, and Day has this reputation now as a guy, if you want to be a great quarterback – and have a ball-out college career and go to the NFL, go play for Ryan Day. Yeah, I mean, with the with the two Ohio State quarterbacks he's had and Dwayne and Justin, I mean, wow, they definitely they definitely make quarterback play at Ohio State very appealing. Um, I tell you what, the thing that I applaud is that uh, the way recruits now, especially like Ohio State recruits, how much they recruit themselves. Like, they already committed, so they go out and they try to – yeah. Get other people to commit to. Did Ohio you guys? Anything happen like that with your class? Do you remember? Or? I don't recall. No. I mean, obviously, they didn't have to do it with me because my mind was you set. Say, it, you're, didn't you're matter, it didn't matter what was going on. Is it just more <laughs> social media now? They're more connected yeah, now I than they were I, at the I time. I think so. You got more access to people, and more people are on social media, and people recognize, like especially in high school, you recognize the big time recruits. So, right. You know, I guess y'all kind of meet up in all star games and talk about stuff like that. So. I think that's definitely a thing. Basically, you're building a powerhouse. I mean, you want to keep, you want to make Ohio, I mean, Ohio State's always been a great program. It's always going to be what it is. And you just, these kids is coming in and making it even stronger because they see the potential that's here and they know that they got a real shot of winning a championship. So I, I, that right there should be more appealing than a lot of other schools. So obviously Ohio State's always going to be in the conversation. Right. Tradition's nice. Winning's nice. Right. And everybody, uh, all, a, everybody always loves you no matter what. Yeah, and having a cool coach is nice. But honestly, the two biggest things, if I'm a five-star prospect, I'm looking at chance to win a national championship mm -hmm. and pathway to the NFL. Basically. Those are my top two criteria. 
Absolutely. And then I'm looking at school, grades, academic, you know, coaches, how cool is a coach? Mm-hmm. You know, they have any cool traditions. But the top two for me have got to be pathway to the NFL and odds of winning national championship. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, I mean, obviously, that's, those are the two reasons why you <laughs> play this game. It's obviously to win championships and, <laughs> and go, obviously, go to the next level. So that's. Yeah, I would definitely say that was one and two for sure on most recruits' list, and Ohio State definitely fits those. Yeah, just judging by the, our past success. Uh, imagine being though Tom Herman, your buddy Tom. Yeah, it's, it's uh, this kid's the number one. I'll tell you what, player he, in the class. I, I want to say that Tom's probably losing a lot of sleep at night. Got, I would be. I mean, it, it, he got to pull this around, man. I can't, Tom, you can't go out like this, man. You, you gotta, think he's texting Houston right now, saying you up? Is he hitting Houston with that? How does he go from, he was a, I thought he was an amazing OC for us. Yeah, I, mean, he, I did he too. He obviously won us the, uh, the national championship with him. Um, he went to Houston, obviously did amazing there, took them from nothing and made them into something big. And then to get to Texas and now this happens, I just, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, and it's, it hurts my heart to see this because Tom is – I think Tom's a good coach. Yeah, the Quinn Ewers, uh, top kid in the 2022 class in the nation, number one prospect in Texas. So he's a local kid. Yeah. Peacing out on him. But see, that a lot of people – I don't know what – it's been like that for many years. A lot of Tex, a lot of the top Texas players don't want to go no. to Texas. Well, and last year's top player in the class was a uh, twin offensive tackle, uh, Brock – Brock's banding something. Two, two, two <laughs> big offensive linemen are twins. One of them was the top player in the class. They're going to Bama. Really? So it's, it's not a new thing. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been going been, on for some years. He's now. been taking know. some L's. Garrett Wilson, where's he from? Texas. Texas. Jackson Smith, the Jigba, where's he from? Because I Texas. It's a lot of quarterbacks <laughs> in the league that's from Texas that yeah. didn't go to Texas. Jeff Akuda, where's he from? Texas. Texas. Where's yeah. Baron Browning from? Texas. Yeah, I don't know. So, it, it, but, but that's the thing, though. So, like, for example, I'm an, I'm from Ohio, and like I always grew up and said I want to go to Ohio State because that's like, yeah. the, like isn't that what Texas? Yeah, it used to yes, be like Texas. Be. Like I grew up in Texas, I'm going to Texas. Vince Young grew up in Houston, and he's like I'm going to Texas. Right. This is my state Ex- team. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I don't understand why. what's changed. Yeah, like when you want to see your be that person to help your yeah. state get back. But if you want to come to Ohio State, like I said, I, I welcome yeah. you with open arms. You, I understand. You might, as well, you might as well come be in the national championship race every year. Yeah, he's in trouble, man. He's definitely on a hot seat. They're three and two. If you're uh, if you're not winning as well, if you're three and two, but you have like a epic class locked up, you're going to get some more time. Yeah. Or if you don't have a great class locked up and you're you're five and zero, oh, you're going to get more time. True. But if you're three and two and you're losing top players in the state, that's just like a bad recipe for. Uh, I'm calling hey. it right now. This, this is last year? It's going to change. Nah, Tom going to turn it around starting this, so? start this week. This is right. it. I'm going to go on the record he, he and say. Win. Tom, you're winning Tom. out. You're winning out for the rest of the season. You're going to win out. I never played for Tom. I don't have to be nice to him. Uh, I'm going to go on the record and say right now this is Tom's last year at Texas. Tom going to win out, man. Yeah. He's going to buy himself another year. He's going to get the quarterback. Well, unless the quarterback coming to Ohio State. If he said he coming to Ohio State, Tom, you might as well go ahead and yeah. find number two because ain't, he ain't changing his mind. You already bailed him. <laughs> uh, 30 seconds ago, you had him turning everything around. You're like, oh, wait, wait. So, but wait, there's more because there's, there's, there's a five-star trickle-down. Like, Ohio State's in on a lot of big, big players in the class of 2022 right now. Just talking about uh, Quinn Ewers, the quarterback. Then you have five-star wide receiver Caleb Burton, number one wide receiver in the entire class from Texas. He's thought to be in Ohio State lock right now. Five-star cornerback, Damani Jackson from California, number one corner in the class. Heavy lean to Ohio State right now. I mean, experts are predicting both those guys, along with viewers, end up here. And if you get all three of those guys in the next cycle, that's three of the top ten players in the country. What's the problem? I love it. There's no problem. There's definitely no problem. (laughs) You were saying it like it was a problem. That's a problem for other teams in the Big Ten. I mean, it's (laughs) – Excuse us for us winning and being in the national championship, and our, <laughs> and our team looks very mo- much more appealing to, to high school recruits. I mean, Tom's got to win. He does. You got to win some games. That yeah. you, like, I'm sorry. That's it's what it is. It's weird how winning helps recruiting. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. Urban really stressed or struggled that much no. recruiting. I think he, you know, like I don't think Ryan Day's really struggling that no, much. No, hasn't I mean, missed it, a it's beat. It's very appealing to people. Yeah, he hasn't missed a beat. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. 
There's a big difference between your house beer and the new house beer at B-Dubs. Yours comes in cans and bottles. Ours comes cold on draft at the sports bar. And it's called Wild Herd Kolsch by Goose Island. And in $3 talls, it's a bright, crisp, and easy drinking excuse to trade your couch for Buffalo Wild Wings. So get here and make your next beer a $3 tall Wild Herd Kolsch. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! At participating locations for a limited time, dining only, please drink responsibly. Uh, Bucks heading to Penn State tomorrow night, Saturday night. We're here on a Friday. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, Ohio State leads the series twenty to fourteen. Go Bucks! Used to be thirteen to thirteen at one point in time, not too long ago. But uh, ever since Urban Meyer arrived, Ohio State's won seven of eight. Hmm. Won last year twenty-eight to seventeen in Columbus in Ryan Day's first game against Penn State as the head coach. Uh, Urban's last three games were like nail bite city, though. <laughs> uh, two of them were one-point wins, and then, of course, 2016 was a 24-21 to 21 loss. Uh, block punt on the road in Happy Valley. It was not a fun night. Tybus, you, of course, went 4-0 and against Penn State. Ain't God good. Isn't that nice? Ain't God good. Nice? What are you doing? Isn't that nice? <laughs> and then uh, 2014, that double overtime, Bosa, Joey Bosa, yeah, when he sacked the quarterback and the running the, back. He took the running back and sacked the quarterback. Yeah, with the running back. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but a lot of the guys I talked to from that team pointed that game as being like when you guys really came together. 100%. The moment you bonded. 100%. That was the game because I think after the Virginia Tech game, it was the next big test of yeah. adversity we faced. Mm -hmm. It might have been Maryland we played after uh, Virginia Tech. But anyway, we, that was the next time that we faced adversity together. And no matter how bad it looked, we found a way to win. Like no matter what, we was going to win that game. JT went out. Well, he he didn't go out. He went down with, I think, a, a sprained MCL or something like mm -hmm. that. But he stayed in there and kept fighting. And that was like, we go keep. if you're going to fight for us, we're going to give our all to you type thing. Yeah. And we just kept that model for the rest of the year. And great things happened. Obviously, we held up the trophy. And my hand is famous now to this day. <laughs> it's in. Because it's on every beat up threes in Columbus. <laughs> Do you remember what was going through your head when you saw – I mean, did you have a good, clean view of Joey – Smashing the quarterback no, I, or the running back, or I, did you have to catch I, it later on film? I didn't see because you're I didn't looking see up Joey running. smash the running back. I didn't see that part. I just see uh, Pickenberg is what I call him. Pickenberg. <laughs> <laughs> I see he likes to pick six, didn't yeah. he? I see Pickenberg go down, take that knee on the ground. I'm like, oh, that's game. And yeah. then we all dog power Joey. And I was like, yeah, it was a, it's a good feel. I think I, I might have been in like a spy. I don't know what I was doing. I was like a hole driver. So I got a good view of seeing everything. But I did not see Joey run that quarter, that running back into the quarterback. I but just seen him go down. Then you caught it later in the highlights. Yeah, I like, was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> he threw another man into my another guy. <laughs> It was an iconic play in Ohio State football history. I mean, like the one that stands out when you say Joey Bosa, that's what I think of. Him throwing a running back, sacking a man with another grown man. I mean, you, never, you don't see that that often. Yeah, it was. How do you explain that? Oh, I mean, you can. Like, come on, yeah. I think about it. Like, you got a girl or so your girl watching the game. Yeah. You see, come she's, on, man. She's, she's breaking up with you. If you get, if you get thrown into your own quarterback, you're going to be single the next day. And that's, just, <laughs> that's how life works. But. Yeah, Penn State's kind of limping into this one, man. They're still dangerous, still have plenty of talent over there. Yeah, I would well, never count Penn State out. You they, can't. They always going to play us very tough. And is at their home, and they just lost the game. So well, that's, they, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fire in that first quarter. 36-35, overtime losers at Indiana. Michael Penix had the famous corner. Did you watch that? That, that stretch. Was it good for you? What are you thinking? It's so close. Listen, it's so listen. Close. <laughs> listen, the first time I looked at it, I said, he's short. And then I kept looking at it. And I'm like, it's, it's really like a bang, bang. Like, you can, it's either way. Either way. You could call it either way. But I, I mean, for that, for that moment, you can't not get that man that touchdown because that was an outstanding effort. And they just rewarded him. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. Um, and, yeah, big win for Indiana. Indiana's that kind of team, too. They'll either bother you all game or roll, roll I, over. You don't I, know what you're going to get. I've been trying to. Didn't I preach that? Yeah. You <laughs> I've been preaching for like two, three weeks now. Indiana's one of them teams that it's their Super Bowl to them. They, and they one of them teams that don't get a lot of big-time recruits, so they get them people that work hard. Yeah. And, you know, they say hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard. Right. So, yeah, all the time. Yeah. So, you know, Indiana is – you can't never sleep on Indiana because they'll give you a run for your money if you sleep on them. Yeah, uh, Penn State quarterback Sean Clifford, Richard Jr. 
Uh, ran for a career high 119 against Indiana Saturday. Mm. Uh, the quarterback? Dude. Yeah, he had zero rushing yards against Ohio State last year. Uh, here we go. He's a Cincinnati kid, so you know he's going to have that chip. <laughs> I went to St. X. He has a good quote this week. He said, um, You know, I think that we can play with any team um, across the country. I mean, that's not a it's not something that really goes through my mind like oh we can we can hang with this team like i'm not i'm not here to hang with ohio state i'm here to beat ohio state um i wouldn't have i wouldn't have came here if i didn't have that mentality um so i mean that's what he's supposed to say exactly I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly you can't, i ain't gonna fault him for saying because if i was not at ohio i would say the same thing yeah it's not i don't think that's true bulletin board material it's just right. like yeah, you expect that yeah now you come out and say no they're, they're a bunch of dogs we're gonna drub them and they're not yeah. gonna they're not gonna score on us that's a little different story right but he said what you need to they've got a great tight end man uh pat fryer move six five they always do man 58 penn state always got a good tight end 258 they got a good tight end every year for some odd reason he's associated press preseason all-american i just baby. how are you covering him let me take you back. oh me I, i'd strap him he wouldn't get a catch on me <laughs> for sure 100 percent. Well, what's it's your a, strategy it's a personal thing he's six five 258 I, i've dealt with way worse this is the thing <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing it's for me it's it's because i I just do, I feel like if you're going to make me cover somebody, it's got to be a wide receiver. Like, show me that respect because the tight end is so, not fast enough. They're not crafty enough for me. And all they're going to do is try to overpower you. But, see, I lift weights too. And I'm like. So you wouldn't be worried? Straight up not worried? But listen, that was the thing. When I was at Ohio State, we got a tight end. Tyvis, you got him. Bad. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. They ain't, we ain't even got if, I, if If the game comes down to Tyler's pile check and the tight end, we're going to win every time. Every time. 100% of the time, we're going to win. I love the confidence, man, but he's, he's 6'5", 258. And That's really, fine. really, really, really That's good. That's fine. Did you, I mean. I ain't hearing all that. Uh, it, that that's, that's nice. You know, it looks good on the roster. You think he'll get in and go on Saturday? It depends on who's checking them. Yeah, if it's the linebacker, sure it's trouble, go, but if it's sure strong safety, yeah, we're good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. 100%. But I'm pretty sure they're going to have a game plan for him. You, know, it's gonna, you they, got to, yeah. They might have extra attention there for him or something. If they don't feel that they, they whoever's checking them is strong enough to check them. Yeah, now, the if Tyrus Powell was there, it over. would be just man, Tyrus, <laughs> you man him, and we're going to do whatever we're going to do over here. Bet. It's just they have that much faith in you. 100%. Yeah, that's a good thing. Check the to this day, to this day, I still feel like that. I don't know what it is about me versus tight ends. It's like, it's personal. Can't let them. Yeah, nah, cause it, no. No, so the, you're telling me in Ohio State no tight end ever got over on you? No. Nope. Never, never scored a touchdown? No. Never? No. Never had like a 100-yard outing? What? Okay. <laughs> I, don't, don't do that. I, I got to go watch that. some film tonight. Don't do that. I got to dig some stuff. <laughs> I got to go, dig the some stuff. The only person up. that I even could recall like getting a good catch on me was Jake Butt and the team Lo- up north. Yeah, that, local that, kid. That, that's about it. That hurt, that hurt your heart a little it bit? It really did. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you why. Because... The catch, the first catch he got was because they underthrew the ball. Joey got there and, and he sacked, he almost sacked the quarterback and he threw it. And it was like so underthrown that I didn't see it. Yeah. And he came all the way back and caught it. I was so upset. I, I was, oh my God, because I was talking cash that week. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I, I was talking so cash to Coach Ash. He was like, Tyrus, I'm going to take the game. The whole state of Ohio is in your hands. You got to check this tight end man to man. I said, Coach Ash, he's done. I'm a done him for you. That's why I said I'm a done him for you. Did you tell him? This, did you tell Butt this in the game at all, or did no? You, I, you kept it quiet. He know what it is. You know? I ain't got to say too much. Uh, Penn State without their top two running backs Saturday, Journey Brown is probably out for the year with an undisclosed medical injury. Uh, he's maybe a dark horse Heisman guy at the beginning of the year. He's legit, so they don't have him. And then Noah Kane suffered a season-ending ankle injury against Indiana last week. Mm. Uh, if you're going to catch Penn State, uh, always nice to catch them on their third-string running back. If you can. <laughs> I mean, like, why not? Yeah. I tell you what, the stars is a line for Ohio State to go out and dominate. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they will for the first quarter again, because, like I say, I think Penn State. I mean, outside of all these injuries, Penn State is still Penn State. It's still a great program, great, great tradition, and they're going to play hard. That's what they're known for is playing very hard. 
So they're going to play Ohio State. They're going to give everything they got in that first quarter. But I think the fact that Ohio State is going to wear them down, that it's going to run out. And once it run out, they ain't going to be able to get it back. And Ohio State just going to run the table from that moment on. But that, that first quarter, because it looks bad. It looks like Ohio State, would, they ain't got none of their running backs. Right. And so it looks like, okay, Ohio State should just go out there and just – Dominate, but it for some odd reason the way life works, it no. don't work like that. <laughs> so for the, I would say for the first quarter of this game, I ain't gonna panic. Just like last week, just like this. Yeah, see, see I, I misquoted last. It was the first half. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this yeah. one is the first quarter. Yeah. After the first quarter is over, with the, I think Ohio State just run it. Just go ahead and you know hurry up and get the get the family home early. You know, beach. It won't be a lot of traffic. No, it'll, no. But get home. Yeah, get them out of there real soon. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's still a good team. They got four returning starters on the offensive line. They got two really, really good defensive ends in uh, Shaka Tony and Jason Owa. Uh, Tony had two sacks against Indiana. Owa was recruited by Ohio State, named PFF's best Big Ten defender last mm, week. So that's, he's, that's, they got some ballers. That's um, what I'm saying. They, they and, look. and they're 26 and 2 at home since 2016. 26 and 2? That's pretty good. That's actually for, for a team pretty good. Yeah, pretty for a team good, not, not named Ohio State, that's a really good record. But the winner of this game has won the last four Big Ten championships. Mm. They've been the Big Ten champion in the last four years. Mm. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen. Buckeyes, uh, do they need to run the ball to win? Or are you okay with Justin just doing what he does? I would like them to. I would like the run game to improve yeah. for sure. Um, I mean, according to Nick Saban, I mean, <laughs> it, as long as your offense is good, I mean. <laughs> That's how weird 2020 is. Nick Saban's giving up on defense. <laughs> right? As long as your offense is good, you know, as long as Justin out there outscoring them and, you know, all, they, the offense is rolling, I mean, we can't lose, according to Nick Saban, the great Nick Saban, I should say. You know Nick was a cornerback at Kent State? Could you have and he talking like that. Could you have mossed him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's he, 5'8"? Five seven and a half. He's Nick not that tall. Nick He's not Saban that big. Played corner, corner. And he talking like that. I about don't know how fish? much corner he played. He was listed as a corner. I don't know how much. Jim he played. Tressel. Jim Tressel's starting quarterback at Baldwin Wallace with his dad, wasn't he? Yeah. Nick uh, Saban, Saban played play with Jack Lambert. Nick Saban played defense, and he giving up on defense now. Yeah, he's always been a defensive That's coach. Sad. Yeah, he's giving up. That's sad. Let me put you on the spot. The <laughs> line, I guess, is ten and a half now. It used to be twelve. So Ohio State's favored by ten and a half. Who do you like? And uh, I, let me get to it. Does Ohio State cover? I know you all like Ohio oh, State. Say, who do yeah. we like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, Jason. I'm good, I like Penn State. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling for the upset. Do, um, they, do they cover that? Yeah. Yeah? You yeah. like 10 and a half? Second half, second half, they're going to roll. They're going to roll. They're going to win by I, 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 21. You, you like a 21-point win? 21. I'd love that. I'm not quite there yet. I, I think 38, 21, something like that. I think they get a garbage time touchdown or something like that. But 14 first half, garbage time, add another seven, 21. There's the difference. 38, 20, yeah. 21, 10 halftime, final score. And you guys go deep. You, you want to give me a first quarter? <laughs> first quarter. First quarter, 14, nothing, Buckeyes. Who wins the coin toss? <laughs> Who wins the coin toss? Ohio State's the ones that's selected, right? Yeah. They pick tails, they'll win because everybody knows that tails never fail. Never, never fails. fails. <laughs> I, I'm with you on 21, Typhus. I think we do this thing in 11 Warriors. We all put in our staff picks. And I think I said 37-16. That's 21. Yeah, I think I'm right with you. Y'all want to talk about some COVID? <laughs> how, how could I we guess? not? That's such a popular topic right now. Trevor Lawrence. Tested positive for COVID Wednesday. He's out for the game. Citadel need their rematch right now. <laughs> Citadel <laughs> need to call up and tell Boston College, listen, we'll give y'all a million dollars if y'all just So Citadel's going to pay them? <laughs> let's just switch spots for a game. Let's they give their million back. Yeah, let, yeah, 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 let's yeah. just switch spots because we got something to prove. But make him go to Citadel. Yeah, we, you got to play. Because y'all got COVID up there right, <laughs> right. now. So y'all need to come to Citadel. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so he's out, man. He's out uh, this Saturday. Uh, they're playing Jeff Halfley in Boston College. Go ahead. Uh, is BC going to win that game? <sighs> I didn't say I was there. <laughs> is this him? Yeah. Cause see, this, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. Clemson going to roll Boston College. They're going to roll them. It's going to be unfortunate, and it hurts my heart to say it. But the fact that Trevor Lawrence isn't playing is going to make Boston College think, 
we got, you know, we got a, a really good chance of winning this game. And whoever this backup quarterback is, they're going to put in the game plan so he ain't got it, you know. Plus, they still got that running back that I that's yeah probably ATN, the, yeah, yeah he probably like the best running back in college. So yeah, they, they and, got a lot of dudes. Yeah, so it's I mean Clemson's still gonna be Clemson. Unfortunately, it hurts my heart to say that. I would love to see Boston College win that oh, game. Oh, wouldn't we oh, all? Oh my god, for half sake, yeah, to see half win that game, it would really do me a lot of joy. But I don't think they're gonna get it done. I think it'll be closer than what it was originally going to be. Right. Lawrence is out ten days, so he's gonna miss Saturday. He may also miss at Notre Dame next week. They said that they counted the day early, so he should be back right in time for Notre Dame. They were saying, yeah, symptoms, right? Onset of symptoms, and I promise you, they're gonna say like, oh yeah, it was Tuesday. Man. Yeah, that's when I started feeling bad. They will figure it out unless he's. Yeah. He ain't missing that guy. It's He'll in Indiana back. too, so. He ain't missing that guy. I'm gonna let you know that right now. His backup, man, freshman DJ Ui Agalele. I think that's a pretty close that's pronunciation. A, that's, that's, a, that's a tricky-ass last name. I'm going I'm yeah. to keep it real. That's a, don't make me say too many of those Ui, names. Ui Agalele. Lale. Lale, yeah. Ui Agalale, I think is how you say it. Ui Agalale. 6'4", 250. This is like Boy, Byron Lef- Cardell, <laughs> Byron Leftwich, Dante Culpepper. This guy's massive. Uh, he went to St. John Bosco Prep in California, same school Wyatt Davis went to. Number one pro-style quarterback in a class of 2020. He's just 12 and 19 for 102 this That's season. That's pretty good, though. Yeah, I mean, they're uh, not going to be as good as they would be with Trevor Lawrence, but it's still Clemson. They're still going to be really good. They still good. got great really coaches. They still got great players. You know, they, they got other ways to win games outside of Trevor Lawrence. They got other options. Yeah, they do, and I, I expect them to do well. Speaking of Corona, it got Wisconsin, too. Wisconsin. You can always say it that way. Uh, <laughs> freshman quarterback Graham Mertz, who was sensational in the opener against Illinois, went 20 of 21 for 248 and five touchdowns last Friday. He is looked it, really, really that, good. Wait a minute. That's, what, he went 20. Where did Justin Fields go? Same. Yeah. Who had more yards? Fields might actually had more yards by about 30, but Mertz had five TDs. That's, yeah. that's going to trump it. Looked great for a freshman. He tested positive for COVID on Tuesday. So the Big Ten's got a little more stringent rules. He's, oh. he's out for 21 days up here. Oh. Yeah. So. Oh, and, man. And get this. There's, so he was supposed to be their backup this year. See what happened? You know she, what? I'm going to tell you why he got it. How? He had that good game, and he went out and celebrated, man. Correct, yeah. Hit the bars in Madison. Listen, he was the man on campus, man. He went out there and did what you did. Oh, man. Freshman, too? Yeah, he definitely hit the Drinking for free that night. Yes, sir. Yeah. He was on them bars. ID or not. Uh, So he was supposed to be the backup this year. He was sensational again in the opener for him last Friday. Jack Cohn, their starter, uh, out with a season ending injury. Their third string quarterback. He's out with COVID now, too. So they got no quarterback. They don't. Barry Alvarez was just like Wisconsin's athletic director. is like, hey, we're just not going to play this week because I think they had 12 people on their football staff, uh, including six players and head coach Paul Christ, catch coronavirus. So they're like, we're not going to Nebraska. We're not playing this game. I think our, if all our quarterbacks went down, I think our quarterback was Jalen Marshall. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad option. A little bit of that. Wildcat City, but yeah, we'll do it. So a dozen people associated with the program caught it. They were forced to cancel the game at Nebraska this weekend. What the Big Ten does, too, is they're not going to reschedule that game. It just goes in the books as no team gets the win and no team gets the loss, and that's that's just kind of that. It's unfortunate. Nebraska, though, these these are like the wildings of the Big Ten already. I kind of got a soft spot for how how wild Nebraska is because they don't – like they're the people that go to a party and – I don't know, uh, use, you know, clog your toilet or something. Like, that's, that's <laughs> Nebraska in the Big Ten, right? Because, like, they, they sued the league to play. This week they're like, all right, uh, Wisconsin's not coming to play us. We're going to have Tennessee Chattanooga come to town. We're going to give them $250,000. And they're like, we're going to play them. The Big Ten's like, you can't do that. We're not going to let you do that. You can't do that. So they're salty out there because they can't play. Um, they always looking for a way, though. I, they do. They got, I, you got to appreciate the hustle, don't they you? They definitely try to find a way. You got to dot your eyes and cross your T's when you messing with Nebraska, boy. Yeah, I mean, the, the toilet cloggers of the Big Ten. That's all I'm going to think of now. Is <laughs> good guys, go a little hard, clog your toilet. You know, like, all right, God, Nebraska was here again. You know, I can't go into my bathroom. Invite somebody who wasn't supposed to come to the party. Right, you know? yeah, and that guy starts a fight. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Nebraska, basically. That leads us up to this weekend's games. Mm. Last week, uh, <laughs> Tyvis uh, took Cincinnati getting two and a half points. They 
crushed SMU. As 42 they to 13. Your dude, Fick, got the big win there. As I knew they would. I took Notre Dame giving away 10 points, and I hate Notre Dame, so I hated doing that, but they beat Pitt 45 to 3. Yep. Johnny took Minnesota and three and a half points, I, and Michigan straight up murdered Minnesota 49-24. Like I said, man, I, I may have been wrong, but I picked the morally correct choice, so I'm okay with that. That's a good way of looking at it. I was cheering for Minnesota. So, end result, Tyvis is 3-1. and one, I'm 3-1. and one, Johnny's 1-3. and three. Take all your money. <laughs> Everybody know who I'm picking. I already told you all earlier who I'm going with. Take I'm all your money, all of it. And put it on the team Johnny doesn't pick. The other so. team. <laughs> would be the put, it, put it on the other team right now because you're gonna going to get rich. Off of, if we're going off of history. That would, he got a he got one chance have, to get you, though. In any like scientific Johnny. experiment, you got to have a control, right? Take, you got to have somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Take Memphis over Cincinnati. No, I'm taking no, I'm taking Cincinnati over Memphis. I'm going with the fight in Luke Fickles. I, th- I'm, I believe fight in him. fight in Luke Fickles. That's right. You giving away six and a half? Yeah, you got no choice. <sighs> yeah. How about that? Yes. I think they cover. Cincinnati giving them giving six and a half against Memphis. It's at Cincinnati. It's noon on ESPN Saturday. That's a good one. I think Johnny, you're, you're gonna you're gonna turn around. You're losing weight tonight, man. I can feel we'll it. Find out. That's the, you tried to go with a say. Why don't you just take Clemson twenty twenty? Who are you taking, Tyvis? Well, I already told you. you Tom Hurt. Tom Herman. I'm right. Herman ain't losing another game this Texas. season. Texas three and two. Texas at number six. Oklahoma Straight State. Straight up. Texas getting three and a half points. That game is at 4 p.m. on Fox. Straight up. T- Tom Herman going to win by 14 points. What? Why not? What y'all? Now, listen, when it happened, just know if it happens, America, I'm going to play the lottery tomorrow right after. <laughs> <laughs> if they win by 14 points, I'm going to play the lottery and I'm going to hit big. It's only a three and a half line. That's fine. They're going to win. Small. Texas going to win by 14. Nobody has any faith in Oklahoma State, and I don't. I don't disagree with Tyvis, honestly. Like, I think this is a <laughs> no, rebound. no, Johnny, you supposed to. No, that's right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Oklahoma State, big, 14, 15. Point, you know, man, this is some tough games this week. You guys, I think I'm going to do this, and I hate myself for doing it. Wait, don't, don't, don't. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stop short of that. I hope you wait. I'm going to take Michigan State okay. getting 24 and a half. Okay. And I don't feel great about that. I really you don't. I don't. they're going to get beat that but bad. I, but I'll sit there like Johnny did last week, and I'll sit there and cheer for them to keep it a close game. You know, maybe it's a 10 to 7. Maybe there's some bad weather heading up to uh, – it's in Ann Arbor. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I can see Michigan. I don't think Michigan's that great. I just think Michigan State looks like they're awful. They lost to Rutgers last year. Whoa, Greg Shiano's back. Yeah, still got Chris Ash's players though. For, that, so, for a little so bit. obviously Chris Ash recruited well. <laughs> telling me, or he'd still yeah, have a job go. if he did. So yeah, I mean, I can see Michigan win that game fifty-one to three very easily. Yeah, you know that's the thing. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna take Michigan State. Do not let me down, Sparty. I'm, I'm, I need your twenty-four and a half points. <laughs> I'm about to come back in here and I'm about to be winning. I'm gonna be four and one. You think so? I'm telling you, Texas gonna win. Mm, I don't like putting money on Tom for Texas, anything. Texas gonna win this game. This is Tom's last. They're gonna fire him at halftime. No, they not. <laughs> <laughs> leave leave Lane Kiffin on the tarmac. America, y'all heard it here first. Tom Herman, about to, he ain't losing another game this season. Hey, it's time for whack stories. You know the rules. <laughs> the legendary Tyvis Powell shares a hilarious or absurd story from his days as a Buckeye. These are almost always anonymous. We're not trying to crush anyone and uh, hope to keep that going. We don't want to embarrass anyone too much. But, uh, <laughs> well, this one ain't embarrassing nobody. This is about me. This yeah. is a personal story about me. And tonight Love I'm, these. I may express why when people call me the defensive MVP or why I feel like I'm not the defensive MVP. So, obviously, we was playing, we was playing Oregon in right. the championship game. And... You know, up to that season, you know, I was a pretty reliable guy. You know, I always did my job, did what I needed to do. You know, always make the big play when it's time to make the big play. Well, during the course of that game, um, Oregon ended up scoring. They hit us on a – they ran like a, a double post type route, right? And they ended up scoring. It was my fault because we was in cover three, so I had the deep post. And I gave – I bit on something in front of me. They put the cheese in front of me, and I bit hard, and they bombed. <laughs> I felt bad because Durant was looked like it was Durant's fault, but it was all my fault. So the average fan's hating on him. And yeah, you're- <laughs> but it's all my fault, right? So, so I get to the sideline, and, you know, me and Coach Ash, you know, I always tell y'all about me and his relationship. He always, he think he know it all. I'm going to think I know it all type of person. So we always clash all the time. Well, but we was always good on game day because we really barely talked to each other. It was kind of like, you know, we're going to do all the arguing this week, but game day, you know, we 
let you do your thing. Right. Yeah. Well, this was the only time that season that he called because he always he was in the press box. He called me from the press box. Does that happen often? No. It's super rare. Like, hey, yeah, so no, yeah. Coach is on the phone yeah. for you. They say, like, Ty- great. Tyrus, Coach Ash want to talk to you on the phone. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. So I go talk to, I go talk to him on the phone. He, he chewing me out. He like, you ain't covering three. And then, and, and then Urban made it even worse. He was like, Urban goes, wait a minute. When was you in? You was in cover three? I was like, yeah. He's like, wow. You gave him a post in cover three? I was like, yeah, I know, man. So, so, wow. So, so I'm on the phone talking to Coach Ash. And he like, he's like, Tyvis. I might have to pull you out the game. What? Yeah, he was like, I might, you, you, you make a mistake like that, I, I might have to bench you. And I'm sitting there like, bro, it's the You nat- started all year. That's what I'm saying. National championship game. I didn't play well all season. And you're going to tell me off of one Whoa. play, you're going to bench me? So that right there is kind of like the reason. Like, that play made me feel like I didn't have a good game because I gave up a touchdown. Obviously, that's a terrible thing. So when they came up to me at the end of the game to tell me that I want MVP, I like kind of laughed a bit. Like, ain't no way, <laughs> ain't no way in the world you about to give me this Tell MVP. Ashton Urban that, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So that's to this day, that's my thing. Why I'm like, I don't. Know. So you have a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth from yeah, that game, even yeah. though you were named defensive MVP of the yeah, national championship. I gave up that touchdown, and they was about to bench me. You know what? I don't even remember that touchdown. I don't think any nope, high school nobody does. Yeah, yeah, nobody. Know. But I, you, I'm trying to think of it now. And I'm like, I don't remember at all. Listen, everybody that listens to this show, go go back and watch the game. You're gonna see exactly what I'm talking about. I'm definitely watching like, that wow. when I when I get home tonight. I'm dialing Went that to up. to the sideline. Was on that phone. He said, Yeah, I'm about to bench you. I'm about to bench you. I, I can't believe like, Urban came up and wow. roasted you too. Yeah, he, as soon as I came to the sideline, he's like, What was y'all in? Cover three. I was like, yup. He was like, you gave up the post? I was like, yeah. He was like, wow. Just wow. How does that happen? I'm like, look, go ahead, Urban. I'm already mad about it, bro. Go ahead. That is amazing. That is amazing. Well, hey, you're, you're always the defensive MVP in my heart. So, I appreciate uh, that. I got your back. Hey, going for three will close the show like we do every week, kind of roasting Michigan here. I'm going to be honest, man. We don't have a lot to roast them for this week. They actually looked like a competent football team last week. They played well. Jim Harbaugh did not wear khakis for the first time in <laughs> ages, and they, they won convincingly against a team that was missing some players. I'm about to say they was missing players. You know, yeah. I give them their credit. They, they was all right. Playing Michigan State this week, who they like to call little brother, which <laughs> is just obnoxious and the most Michigan thing ever. That uh, only works if you, like, win. You yes. Gotta, you know. He's got to go on a little bit because he started one and two against Michigan State, lost two of his first three there. But he won the last two pretty convincing, uh, 21-7 in 2018 and then 44-10 to last year. Yep. So he's now three and two. He's got a winning record against them. Is there any silver lining in this game? Is there anything we can hope for? Um, Michigan's got a long story tradition of – Looking good for about two games yes. or a game and a half. Really good just, the first month of the season. And then just being straight garbage after that. I mean, Joe Milton had an awesome game against Minnesota. and, and he, It's not like he went out and, you know, was Justin Fields or, you know, won a Heisman or anything like that. But he was great for what he was asked to do. So, I don't know. It's possible he looks like butt, <laughs> you know, against, against Michigan State. I don't think it's going to be enough for Michigan State to beat him, but – I don't know. I'm just hoping. I'm hoping for a bad, crappy, unentertaining game that I just hate because that'll mean Michigan's falling back to earth a little bit. I'm probably not even gonna watch it. But <laughs> I'm gonna be real. That's not real. a bad move. I don't. It hurts my heart to even give credit to the team up north, but they definitely did well last week. I mean, it's not that I don't want them to be good. I want them to be good. I do because it helps the rivalry game. You know, it's been so one-sided. You know, actually make it more entertaining. Um, <laughs> we're talking right now, and we have looking at this. and one Maryland just housing Minnesota. So, is that win for Michigan now? Is it getting deflated a little bit? Is it not as valuable as so, we thought so, it? So Maryland not a good team. <laughs> Why? No, I'm saying Minnesota's not a good team. Is what I'm trying to say because they were ranked 19th or 21st or something yeah. heading to that Michigan game. Well, that's the case. And they're getting yeah. housed by who, Maryland. Got crushed by Northwestern last week. Northwestern had 30 points in the first half. Well, that means that Johnny's going to cover it in. <laughs> I think. we got a super two-week back door. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, is, he, he doesn't have – this is last year on his contract. Do yeah. we want him there for five more years, or do we want him out of there? What's the funnier option? Well, him there and losing every year to Ohio State is great. Yeah. I don't I, – my thing with him is that 
they get, I just don't like the fact that they get gassed up every year and then they don't do anything. No. Now, I hate the fact that he gets all this credit, but he loses the bowl games or the big game. Yeah. Like, I, what, he got one bowl win since he's been there? My first year. So, on, yeah. yeah, so that that's my thing with him. Like, I, it, outside of them losing, because they're going to lose to us anyway, no matter who you put in there. <laughs> I don't care who you, you can put Urban Meyer over there. They're still going to lose. But that's not even the point. My thing with them is I, they – don't do well against other conferences, and they make the Big Ten look like we not as good. I like I like to root for the Big Ten when we go, you know, postseason. I do too. So even though they not good, I still be wanting them yeah. to win yeah. they bowl game. If Michigan's playing an SEC team, I'm I rooting for Michigan. Right. I ain't gonna oh, say yeah. that for I, one day. For I'm, one day, I'm I gonna I will. say I'm a root for them, but I just want them to. Look well. I want them to edge. Yeah, I want them to edge them out. Yeah. Edge, edge, yeah. Just, just recover get, a fumble yeah. in the end zone in the last. Yeah, just get by. You know. Thanks for joining us on this episode of No Cap. Uh, special thanks to everyone who came out to see us tonight. We're headed back to Buffalo Wild Wings in Lancaster next Friday. Let's row. go. <laughs> I, I kind of expect there to be a mechanical bull there. You know what? That, <laughs> there it is, would, I'm riding it. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah. You gotta, if you ride, you got to get a reaper wing, too. I'll, do, I'll eat a reaper while riding a bull. Now, that's how hard I'm going in the paint next Saturday or next Friday. I uh, hope you can come out to see us. Thanks again, everyone. <laughs>